This is a special Mädels with a Microphone podcast for Berlin Stories. For more, go to berlinstories.org. Willkommen in Berlin, Hauptbahnhof. Did you know that there are approximately 3,000 Dutch people living in Berlin? We didn't. Despite them being the tallest nation in the world, they're relatively hard to spot. We get why someone from Italy or Spain might move to Berlin for the intoxicating combination of cheap rents and artistic lifestyle. But the Dutch? Couldn't they get that in Amsterdam? We decided to find out what makes these Dutch people make the move to Berlin. We spoke to four Dutch expats. They told us they came for the affordable rents, Berlin's intriguing history, the promise of jobs and the city's growing startup scene, as well as a better quality of life, but ended up staying for that certain Berlin vibe. Eddie Aldecker, founder of Berlin startup Gidzi, an online marketplace for tourism activities, explains. And then, you know, the biggest thing was that we really felt that everyone was kind of creating their own universe in Berlin. You know, like you could just go there and, you know, rent the office space that you want, hang out with the people that you'd like to meet and, you know, uh, live in the, in the areas where you want to live. Uh, and we, we thought that was like the biggest thing, like creating your own universe in Berlin. For others, like Tim DeWitt, a freelance radio journalist, Berlin is a unique city with a unique history and a present that's still being defined. And I always felt it so interesting to live within a city which is still developing itself, you know. If you, if you know what happened here, in all the streets you, you walk through, yeah, for me as a journalist and, and being interested in history, I felt, wow, I have to just live there and work there for a couple of years. Because it's, if you, the whole Cold War period was, is very interesting, but also the whole Second World War period. I mean, I'm, these stories are still here, you know. In, in the daily life you can see them, uh, you can feel them. Uh, I mean, I live in Prenzlauer Berg now, for, for example, and if you talk to people living there for a whole, um, for example, so my neighbors live there, I think, for 50, 60 years or something, and yeah, they have seen this city changing, like, the, completely the other way around, in, in a way. The Dutch people we talked to said it was relatively easy for them to move to Berlin. It's close to home, and the German language is similar to Dutch. There are fundamental differences as well. They feel like it's easier to do things like set up a business in Berlin. And there's a freedom about the city that they don't experience at home. For Janine Dehan, a nurse in a senior's home, one of the main differences between the two countries is attitudes towards cheese. People here call Dutch people crazy because we eat chocolate sprinkles and, of course, a whole lot of cheese. Um, but yeah, that's the thing um, about cheese. If, you, if In Holland, if you, I buy a piece of cheese, I have like half a kilo or something, you know. It's impossible to get here. If you go to a, to a supermarket, they only have like small pieces. If you go to a cheese um, shop, they look like if you're crazy. If you say, ah, oh, I want half a kilo. Uh, so much? No. There are some ways, though, that Berlin can't keep up to the Netherlands. And that, of course, is bikes and the rules of the road. Tim DeWitt explains. Uh, we really like to ride our bicycles, as you probably know. And uh, I think one of the first things I bought in Berlin was a bicycle. But um, we drive bicycles in our own way, you know. I mean, uh, I lived in Amsterdam for a while, and um, I completely ignored a red light, a red a traffic light, usually. And I think 50%, 60% of the people in Amsterdam ignores red lights when they're on their bicycle. You just go, you just look. If you can go, you go, you know. Germans hate that. And I hear that from every Dutch person I talk to. I mean, first of all, you see a lot of Germans riding their bicycle with a helmet on, and... Um, yeah, for kind of security reasons, but in Holland you you won't see anyone wearing a helmet because we all think, well, wh- wh- what is it for? I mean, you can drive a bicycle. I mean, 
it's not that dangerous, you know. It's not that we're going downhill uh, with 80 kilometers an hour, you know. We just drive on the streets 20Ks an hour. So what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the story? Even though the Dutch people we talked to moved to Berlin to try something new, there seems to be a thread that connects them and leaves them wanting some kind of shared Dutch experience. Mathieu Sneep, head of EMEA sales at SponsorPay, organizes a Dutch drinks meetup with Tim de Witt, bringing together upwards of 80 Dutch expats every few months. It's a great place to just get to know uh, fellow uh, Dutch people and, uh, and to socialize and to network a little bit. We sort of like uh, give, give away like Dutch food or uh, we organize it in, uh, in a Dutch bar. I think the, uh, with the European Championships it was quite a good example where we met up with know, like 100 plus people to watch the game and then obviously everyone is dressed up in orange and uh, try to support uh, the Dutch team the best way we can. Um, so yeah, we do try to give it a bit of like a Dutch, a Dutch touch to the evening, yeah. <laughs> does that does that sound weird? <laughs> it's the paradox. You come to a city to experience new things and meet new people, but somehow as an expat, whether Dutch or otherwise, you end up seeking out people with a common cultural background, as Tim says. A lot of people move uh, because they're they would like to get rid of what they're used to. But on the other hand, it's also if you if you start living in a new city, in a new country, with a with a difficult new language, um, when you don't know the way, um, I think a lot of people still would like to have such a kind of base, you know, such a kind of fundamental things you can share with people who made the same decision. Despite seeking out familiarity, it's Berlin's diversity and constant metamorphosis that keeps Dutch people here. Although they've all lived here for a few years, Janine, Tim, Mathieu, and Ediel still feel like they don't know the city that well. But that's a good thing, because Berlin is still full of surprises. It's something Ediel in particular embraces. You know, Berlin is known for changing very fast, and now it's a really, it's a perfect time to live here. And I think there's many, you know, it never gets bored. Like, I feel that I know the city a little bit better, but like, the longer that you live here, uh, the better it gets. Like a friend once told me, like there are two kinds of cities. Like you have the the dog cities and you have the cat cities. And the dog city is kind of like it's a very easy city. Like you, like Amsterdam. Like you go out of the central station and you're in the center of the city and everything just comes to you and just follows on roads and you find all the nice places. It's very accessible. You know, you don't need to do anything crazy. You can just get lost. You know, in Berlin is very it's it's like a cat city where you really have to spend a lot of time on it and. You know, the longer you can live here, the more you give it, like the more you get back. And then, you know, like it gets better and better over time. And Berlin feels like that, you know, so I feel the city only is getting better. So I will not leave soon. This is the Mail to the Microphone for Berlin Stories.